Hey guys, awesome episode today. We have casual to serious people moving towns, and we're coming. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We're back in studio, baby. That's right. The audience is here. They're pumped up. They're jacked the F up. We're back. It is summertime and the living's easy. I'm happy to be back here in Harlem. It is great to have you. Let me start this episode by saying something to the audience. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You don't, we don't say it often enough. Thank you for getting involved. Thank you for telling a friend. If you're hearing these things and you're hearing me thank you for something that you haven't done yet, then maybe you should be doing those things. Thank you for listening. You listen. Thank you for telling a friend. Who have you told? Great review. Subscribe. That's right. There's three jobs you have. I bring the funny. You bring the talky. You tell your friends. Jibber jabber. All over this great nation. Right, Shelby? It's You're not telling them to listen to some weird thing. This is no. re- relatable shit. What are you, yeah, this is relatable shit. We, talk, we take 10 minutes to talk about my nuts getting feathered. I, they, people bring them to the live show. They go, I, th- I don't know what the fuck this was. Yeah, I, I had no this idea. It's going to be terrible, and it's my favorite thing ever. And then they walk away. How many of you were indoctrinated? How do you say that? Indoctrinated? That's, you got it. I, that's right. By the live show. How many of you showed up to the live show like, fuck this dude, walked away? That's my new best friend. That's how it all works, baby. It's summertime. This is podcast season, baby. This is where it all goes down. Every summer, I'm just telling you how it goes. We've been doing this how many years? What, 20? Nigh on 30 years. Oh, about 30 years now. Every summer, we go another belt notch up. Oh, yeah. We always grow in the summer. Mm -hmm. Punch another hole in there. Punch another hole in the belt. So that's up to you, listener. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker. You're on a road trip back from the beach. That's a time to turn on Papa JT. Take me into your brain. Make me the thoughts in your head. This is the time of year where you start questioning shit. What am I doing? Who am I? Who am I? Why am I with this person? Is this man the one for me? Is this woman the one for me? What's with this job? Summertime. Refreshal. Renewal. J-train. J-train. Listen. Tell a friend. And listen, make it your Instagram story. That, oh my God. That's the number one. You know, that's the number one. That's, that, Shelby, you're right. That is, uh, that's where we make our dough, okay? You post an Instagram story, tag a bitch. Tag a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. You know what it feels like? <clears throat> I was just in Miami. Um, and there's a part, I, was, I, I went in the ocean. This is what it feels like. It feels like I'm walking into a calm ocean. Not a lot of waves. Low tide. I'm walking out. A little cold. It's the beginning of summer. Things haven't heated up yet. I'm walking in. I'm at ankle de- depth. Then I'm at knee depth. And then it goes up my thigh. Getting used to the water. Getting used to it. Wading into the water. All of a sudden, I'm at that part where it goes from... It's my thigh, it's my thigh, then all of a sudden, penis. That's, and then you get that little shiver down your spine. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like when you, ta- when you tag a bitch. That's what it feels like when you make it your Instagram story. You tweet it out. You tell a friend. That's how it feels. That first jolt. And some of you women are like, I don't know that feeling. Well, you can give it. You can give that feeling. Give it to me. Make my penis shiver. I might put the whole dick and the balls in my mouth. You might do it both. You might put both of them in. 
That's when I do the dip, and then I, I, I dip into the water. It's fun to dip a ball sack into the water like it's a tea bag. You ever do that, Shelby? I can't remember the last time I was in a pool. You can't remember the last time you were in a pool? Cannot. What do you mean? Have I, it's what I said, man. <laughs> I, I heard what you said. Give me the last time you were in a pool. Maybe sometime in college. For the listeners at home, I'm just noticing now, Shelby doesn't change with the seasons. Nope. He is wearing the same thing he would wear in the winter, spring, and fall. Maybe sans heavy coat. Yeah, you, well, that's a coat. You're wearing a coat right now. It's a light jacket. In the, I mean, it's a little warm for the jacket. 70 today. Yeah, okay. It was early 60s when I left the abode. <laughs> Got Al Roker on the, on the air. So good to have you back, Shelby. Good to be back. Very excited about today's guest. A hilarious comic. I just did her podcast. It's called How Come... Remy Casimir, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jared. Good to have great you. Great guest alert. Get the great guest alert. What's going on? All of you go follow Remy Hilarious at Remy Casimir on Twitter and Instagram. How come is the podcast every Sunday? We're going to get into yep. the podcast. Yeah. First of all, you said something to Shelby that was very specific when you walked in. <laughs> so there's a New Yorker um, magazine on the stands right now and it's got a face that looks just like shelby's and it's like this is chad chad is the guy that every incel on the internet wants to look like. so incel is we've talked about on this podcast an involuntary celibate correct and these guys are trying and and it's interesting because you go Shelby, you know who you look like? The incel got no, Chad. No, no, no. But the, the one that no, incels want to be. Yeah, you referred to Shelby as the perfect man. Yeah. And Shelby, a grin went up as, on, his, on, his, on his face. And then... Not I, as I, much as of a grin that made me feel secure. I felt like he was still insulted. <laughs> I, I felt that grin. No, no, no. He was happy okay. about it because then he goes... Then Shelby goes... I, Shelby acted a lot very coy when yeah, you brought this up. Yeah. You said... You're the picture of the perfect man. This is all what all the men who don't fuck want to yeah, look like. Yeah. And and then Shelly goes, oh, I've read it. Yeah, I've read that article. After you gloat about him. <laughs> Shelby, how do you feel about this? Uh, do you agree? I do, but I'm surprised that well, Shelby, it was you- not, you look like the incels before Chad. Because no. they like are doing. Because no, here's the this thing. is the, no, the you, surgery. They want to look like you. But I, you know, this is. Uh, you have high I'll, cheekbones. They want to get the surgery for the big the lips. Cheekbones. DSLs. Big yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I'll dip into it, it, the part of the article. This is kind of dark, but the mass incel, shooter incel in general is pretty a dark subject. Pretty dark, and also like, how have they not heard of sex workers? What do you mean? Like, if you're involved, if you want to fuck. You can hmm. fuck. Or even... Like, uh, I had Ray Goots on How Come because he had never fucked and he was like 40 and he and he was like, he's not an incel at all. He was just like, oh, I'll just go to the bunny ranch and pay to lose my virginity. I mean, that doesn't feel... That feels like, you know, going in the side door of virginity, don't you think? Like, I think they're... I don't know, though, because if it gets you comfortable, like if you're somebody who's not comfortable in your body with another person, like maybe you want to try it out. Like we've had people who have um, physical disabilities that use like sex surrogates for that too. I think it's more than that. Like they're not... They're just getting to the sex, getting to the... Because I think their personalities are all terrible and they don't want to even touch that at all. Yeah. They're all about looks. My whole thing is that with the... Sorry to interrupt, the... The incel, incel thing, yeah. it doesn't feel like they're like, well, I'm disabled. They're saying, how hasn't anyone... Like, I feel like I you don't feel give like yourself... I feel like they're labeling themselves as disabled. But I think they... Like, but they, I'm an incel. No one wants to fuck me. Like, go out and meet people. Like, there are probably female incels that are not incels. But, but my point yeah, okay. is that they're not in the same... I don't think someone who's disabled that that hires a sexual partner yeah. to, to help... You know, there was a movie about this, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the movie? The, uh, they got the Hours, I think Something where this yeah. woman was like paid as a... Yeah. I don't think that's a person who goes and calls themselves an incel, becomes no, a part of this group. I'm se- separately. Like, but I'm, I'm saying just like, saying it's not a... We can't uh, put them together though because mentally this incel group theme seems angry yeah seems antisocial yeah. seems like they have something that they're upset about that they feel like it's the world's problem yeah that they haven't had sex as opposed to you know you bring up ray Groots who who hired someone who was like mm-hmm. i just need this out and i don't feel comfortable that's someone who has 
you know, has a view of themselves, a 360 degree view. They're mm. not just like, well, it's everyone else's everyone fault. Everyone else's problem. You know, he's saying, yeah. maybe I just need to get comfortable. He's trying to work through it. It's like, you know, almost like getting therapy. Well, the guy, the, the whole incel thing, a big person that took it to the most extreme is that guy, Elliot Roger. I don't know who I that is. I don't know him either. He, remember like the, I think it was like UC Santa Cruz shooter. Oh. Yes. This was like I do remember years. him. And he had, he taped himself making the video. And he was in like a Mercedes or something. And yeah. he was mad at all the hot sorority girls. Who won't but fuck here's him. the thing look him up. I kind of look like him. <laughs> oh. So that's, that is something I'm going to tell you, Shelby. Let's not bring this up in social bar yeah. situations. <laughs> I don't think you want to go, you know, the guy, that's me. But that's like, I. I'm not bringing home a different girl every night, but I don't have a lot every of trouble night. getting like lit. It's the Shelby, guys that are not. I will say this. Right. You it's have not their faces that are fucking them up. It's their personalities. You have legitimate fans, Shelby. Well, all the guys in this article, you thinking if you haven't seen it, go like Google it. You'd think they're like neck beard fat guys. They look like fine. Just like well, maybe. I think there's also that they thing. think they're above certain types of women. Like they right, think they are right. so into themselves. They're such narcissists yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that they're like, you know, we have the rating system here in the podcast. Guys or girls can use it. Face, body, personality. Mm -hmm. But that's like a joke. That's a long running thing. Like to me, it's not like I and I don't think anyone who writes in walks around all day being like, well, you got to, you know, you haven't measured up mm -hmm. to my, you know, yeah. area code. Yeah, method. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how these yeah. guys feel. It feels like they walk around also, so they don't want to listen to my, my advice of like, go hook up with a girl who would hook up with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's okay. like their... Okay. I think that would be something that would insult them. Oh, oh God. That's okay. how. That's where they okay. are. Because they... Right, Shelby, you know they're more. They're talking about the Chad, who that's their word That's their word for like the chiseled strong guy. Yeah. And they want to be the, the Chad. Chad. Yeah, the, it's all fucked up. I mean, this is, this is what happens when the internet becomes cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, you know, the, that's the thing. Like, people talk about bullies in high school, but bullies didn't have access to, like, yeah. harming a whole school. They just had yeah. access to one nerd they fucked with. And it's like, yeah, maybe that was better off. Maybe the power was left, better left in the person who doesn't know how to use the computers. Right. Like, hands. I mean, they could still do Columbine. I'm not saying he was an incel, but you could still... But I'm saying, of, school. of course, yeah. I'm saying, but the, the point being that it's not about, you know, the, the now that the Internet gives people power that maybe they weren't ready to handle. Did you ever have um, a form spring or like an honesty box? Do you remember no. those? Oh, that I think is when the Internet started going haywire. Because what's an honesty box? An honesty box was a an app on Facebook. Like, remember, you had like graffiti or whatever. You could add them to your profile. OK. And it was like. Hey, like I put one on my profile because I was like, I'm curious about, you know, what people think of me and you get not nice messages. So people would just send you messages without anonymous messages telling you what they really yeah, think. They'd of be you. like, I that liked your awful. first nose. And I was like, Oy. whoa, disagree. <laughs> There's one I think called Curious Cat. Now, what is that? I think it's like the same Shelby, thing. You know about everything. You got to in this day and <laughs> in, age. This, in this industry. What, what is curiosity? It's like cat? the same. Th I think same people thing. post it like. Twitter it could they get like things like love your podcast you do this and like it could be like a nice comment but yeah, then it could is, be like you're fat and ugly see, I this hate yeah. thing like you need some level of delusion to live in this world I do mm. believe that like yeah you don't have to know everything you don't have to know what everyone thinks of you you know with people that write into this show we're gonna get to the emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com I, I I think people a lot of people want more answers than maybe they should want mm -hmm. you know like you know th this is part of the reason i would never do a roast oh really see i love a roast i don't because i feel like from if people you, if i don't know like mm. it's not even like i it's one thing to get roasted by someone that like we're friends we've given shit yeah, to each other yeah. before i somewhat know the subjects that yeah. a friend of mine would make fun of. like mm -hmm. i ball bust with my friends I, that's why I think roast. There's a lot of losers who do roast yeah. because they don't have friends that they ball. I've been ball busting sure. my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really need. You don't need a roast to, to do like, like let that out. To, yeah, to do that on someone I don't even know or care about. Yeah, no, I like doing it with people who do know me because it's like, oh, you've been listening. 
Yeah, You're those like, you are know friends. my neuroses. Like, yeah. I know the things that if when I get back together with college friends, we all know the things yeah. that will that could fuck with each other that everyone else will laugh at. Yeah. And I think that's called friendship. Yeah. There's, sometimes to me, the roasts kind of feel like forced friendship. Totally. Like that whole well, thing, yeah. like the, the Comedy Central show, they have to hug at the end. I don't want to hug this fucking loser. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And just have to listen to him yeah, make but, fun of me because he called someone that got some information on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fucking FBI agent. Yeah, but you know. did your research and you wrote jokes, and I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, good work. You made or it to hug. the stage. Uh, go, go hug someone else. Go hug a friend. Yeah. Oh, you don't have any. No, I think what's what's interesting about internet comments, good or bad, is how you respond to them. Yeah. Like. I got really excited the first time I had a really bad YouTube comment. I really? was like, oh, I've made it. Like, they called me too dumb oh. and too old to be looking like this. You made it? I was That's like, not how we should be loving <laughs> Made it. Somebody hates me enough to leave a comment? I don't think I've ever hated someone enough to leave a comment, like, to go to yeah. their page. You and know like, what's funny? Like, I hear that, and I think of my dad. I remember, like, saying to my dad, like, this tweet got, like, this many retweets. And he's like, how much uh, does that buy you rent? Yeah. And oh, I go, yeah. all right, point made. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that, uh, uh, keep an eye on the prize. You have a podcast, Remy, we should yeah, talk about. Yeah. It's called How Come I Was On It. Yeah. And we tell the listeners the premise of it because it, and it comes out every Sundays. They yeah. should go find it, go support it. Please. Add it to your podcast library. Explain the premise to the listeners. So the podcast started because I had never had an orgasm and like, through stand-up, I guess I realized that that wasn't as normal for women as I thought it was. <gasps> well, yeah. Did you have boyfriends? Did you have girlfriends? I did. did you... I had boyfriends. I've been very like horny and like trying everything since I was young. Like if a vibrating razor come, came out, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to try. Like, I just think there, there, there wasn't enough conversation amongst women. Like guys would talk about jacking off all the time. But if girls, did, it would kind of be like, ew, you do that. Mm. Um, so I started the podcast as a way to have my first orgasm and every episode I interview a guest about their first time coming and then they would give me an assignment on something I'd have to do for the next week and spoiler by week six, I blew my load and, uh, now the podcast is more about finding people like what people think their sexual weirdness is and showing what that you, it's not that weird. What do you think was holding you back from the coming if it, or do you feel it was just that was your time. Do you like, know? Is it one of those two things? I think if there there might be someone out there that's yeah. listening to this, it's yeah. like, what could they do? Yeah, I mean, first go through my first six episodes and do those steps. If they don't work, then you can DM me and we'll talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of it was just not understanding a that women can do this. Like I thought there were two types of women. The Samantha Joneses that they get penetrated, they're instantly coming or the uh-huh. me's who like can have a bunch of sex and like, it's not happening. Mm. Um, and I, would you get frustrated with your partner? So you be- frustrated, so angry. Like literally I'd be like, you don't even like me. You can't figure this out. But now I'm like, if you are a woman who hasn't come by yourself and you expect your boyfriend or girlfriend to do it for you, that's like handing them a nine-sided Rubik's Cube and being like, figure this out. Also, yeah, we're naked. That sounds Like, awful. that's not fair for the other person. or And it's not... Um, yeah, I, 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 I've said this on, you know, guys, you know, it's interesting, this whole idea of guys wanting a virgin to get with a virgin. Yeah. Like like that was played up so much yeah. in my childhood and it, it couldn't you know, if anything got it's tight. It, I guess uh, is that was that the Is idea? that the best part of sex now? It's I, tight. I guess. <laughs> like no. And it to me it was always like, you know, I've written this a bunch, we you know, in art articles and stuff. It was like I think guys would like a virgin who's good with their tongue, which really doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, like you you have to know yourself before you can yeah. expect other people. Yeah, and you have to also like have communication. Like I always thought through sex ed that sex in itself was just penetration. Like this is mm-hmm. not how you have a baby. It wasn't like this ends in an orgasm. You're both there to pleasure each other. It was like, oh, if he comes three times, you had sex three times. Interesting. Which is like, no. Um the, the woman should also be benefiting. Like it's Molly yeah. Brenner said something really funny. She has a whole woman, woman show about how she couldn't come. She's like, it's like sitting down to a meal. You both order food. His comes, he eats, you leave. Yeah. Like you both came to eat. Sure. Why aren't you trying to eat? Here's the thing though. Like I, I had someone DM me 
that they were having sexual frustration with their boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And what I, you know, she goes, he must know that I haven't come. And I was like, said anything? Well, that's the thing. I was like, he doesn't just know. I was like, the the luxury come is lug is is a luxury and a curse at the same time. Yeah, like you at least women know it's over. You know, like I you, think. Oh, with a guy. With a that guy. Oh, when yeah, a guy yeah. comes. Yes, yes, yes. The fireworks have gone off and it is over. And he is a whale and he is sleeping Game, next to you and you can't wake him for the next event. few hours. Yes. Like yeah. like my girlfriend would be like, you didn't feel that I came, and I'll go. Yeah, I know. I right. like you didn't feel the one thing my body twitched once, and I'm like, I must have missed that. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, and yeah, every yeah, woman yeah. comes differently. Yes, with a man, it's cut. Yes, you know, it just comes out and it's there. Right, for the Go- most part, all ooey, men, you gooey, know what happens yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and even as somebody who like is a woman, like, like yeah, I know when I come, but I don't know when I'm done. How sure. is he supposed to know when I'm done? Like most women are multi-orgasmic and it, and it gets yes. heightened. Like the more you do it, the more you can do it. Yeah. And every, it's just, I, the one thing like, I think like women have to be empathetic with guys on is like, you guys are way more varied than we are mm-hmm. when it comes. Penis is just up and then, and then done. Yep. And it's like women, like you said, multi-orgasmic, yep. um, you know, get off from penetration, get off from looking the clit. Like there's so many different versions of a female come that like, especially when you're dating someone new, like, and and that's why a lot of times when like, you know, someone's sexually compatible, they're Mm -hmm. like, well, we found it. And it's like, yeah, but that's not even that, that those are two people that just go together sexually. That doesn't mean the whole pizza pie is there. Why too, that women are all different. Like, have you ever seen the internal structure of the clitoris? Um, I don't go to that Google map often. Okay. <laughs> it's really interesting though. Sure. I had never seen it. And like a lot of people are like, Oh, why would you have to know the internal structure? Like we know what our lungs look like. Like we know what our heart looks like sure. and you don't have to, but it is so fucking cool. It's first of all, the clit is like four inches internally. Like also, we only you see, would, you know, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but the, you also wouldn't just throw your hands into an engine without looking at what the engine is. Right. It feels stupid now that I've never looked at the clit map. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I think this might be like, you know, this is like the Atlantis, you know, like. It's really, no, but it's, it makes you rethink everything because I was like, oh, only eight to 25% of women can come vaginally. Well, actually, Mm. every vaginal orgasm is actually a clitoral orgasm because the clitoris is inside. And the way that it's shaped is like this little like, horseshoe kind of thing surrounding the vaginal opening so some women's clitoris is just go more closer to the vaginal opening so guys can hit it and so it seems like it's an internal orgasm but it's it's just hitting the clit from a different place you know what's funny i just thought of yeah if 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 some incel reddit board got a hold of this episode they're like they're making fun of us and then we we go from talking about incels to like well, this is how you make a girl come. It's like yeah. we're like bragging. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we brought them into this. They're like, oh, I'm listening. I hate these people. And then we're like, yeah. And then when you make a girl guy come and then when you come during sex and they're like, you got me again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're brought in. Yeah. Fuck you, J Train. So, so now you're coming. Are you, are you now like, it's like a I whole awakening? I am coming and going. Yes. Really? Yeah. So like I'm the like, first time and now you figured it out? Like, yeah. I'm like a pig in shit. It's like, really? like, I literally, so I had my first orgasm February 22nd, 2018. And yeah. There it is. That was you. <laughs> that was you having the orgasm. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's me. <laughs> Singing to the I heavens. didn't know that you were recording. But yeah, that was me. Yeah. And uh, that's the day after my birthday. I lost. Is it? February 21st. Wow. You're welcome. So, welcome. Um, but yeah, I, I just whacked off for a year, essentially, and mm. um, lo- lost a lot of time, but it's, it's been spent well. And now, so it started with this toy that is new. And a lot of women have had their first orgasms after listening about this toy. What's the name of the toy? It's they're different ones. There's different price ranges, but basically there's Womanizer, Satisfier, Lilo, um, Sweet Vibrations has a girl's best friend. All of them are using wind technology. We've talked that, about this on this okay. podcast. We Shelby have. is familiar. Okay. Yeah, we. Do you uh, have one in your home for ladies? Not personally. No, mm. but we've heard about <laughs> it. 
it, do you have do you subscribe to that like that these toys can desensitize you no. or does it help they help they help bring they it help. out of you yeah i've heard some people say that like really really intense vibrators can make you a little okay. desensitized but this wind stuff like it's not even touching you and that's like an issue that i had like i don't like to physically touch my own clit for whatever okay. reason it made me feel like icky like i didn't like the shape of it or whatever mm-hmm. um i didn't like other stuff touching it because it was a little too much pressure mm-hmm. but this thing imagine just like a hole and then the air is doing all the work so is it sucking or blowing i don't want to call it suction because it's not like a hoover it's like a thing that goes like like it's like like someone's eating you out kind of like it goes back I, and forth because then you're like as a guy you just want to emulate the machine that works and you should but it's like you know, not like a Hoover. Like, you know, now you got all these guys here about the womanizer and how it suctions. And then you got guys, you're like, why are you doing, why are you acting like a, you know, a suction cup on my pussy? You know, yeah. like, I mean, also a nice thing that I've been using is like, you have the guy do it on you and then it gets you heightened to that point that he can kind of finish you off. Mm. And that's like a really fun experience. The combo. Yeah. Tag team. And a lot of guys who have listened to the podcast, um, wrote in being like i just love watching them use this toy because most of them like squirt for the first time from the toy from the toy i I squirted my first orgasm like it was like crazy um so you must have been sitting yeah there it is (laughs) yeah you must have been sitting there just being like what is going on yeah there was so so much (laughs) fluid i was crying because i was like do i have to end this podcast like it was like yeah well it becomes a different thing and you know you've got to feel good that you're helping people yeah through their because i'm sure you know what's happening to you is happening to other people like there's other people that are having cum issues like that was the craziest thing was when i came out so to speak that i wasn't coming like a lot of my best friends came out to me being like oh yeah me neither and I was mm. like why haven't we talked about this like one of my friends I just had on the podcast she like she's known I've been running it for like almost two years now and then she's like yeah I don't really masturbate so I gave her a toy and now her life is different there it is it's so it's wild and I, I just think women aren't as comfortable talking about it and we need to get more comfy because like well the, the better you well the, communicate, the better, you the better know, sex also you'll the have. better you know yourself like guys yeah want to achieve like it it is you know just like it's tight you know like that's Mm -hmm. become like something that we you know like just because when certain things become like the the noise yeah where it's like yeah guys are like we i just want to be with the virgins tight No, no, no 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 you know yeah you want guys want to be with a woman that knows themselves enough that can go, mm-hmm. hey, I like it this way so that you can be the guy that ma- helps them achieve a, a, an yeah. orgasm. It feels good. Like this whole thing of like oh, guys don't go down on women. It's like or don't care if they come. It's like that is not something. No, it's that I've they don't had. necessarily know what to do. And why are they going to yeah. do it if they're just going to go with feel like a loser, feel or, like a loser. Yeah. Or they think they're doing the thing. Mm. and you know guys are headstrong guys are ego filled like that makes sense with the guy persona to be like yeah well i got off and you said it felt good yeah why would i even ask any more questions totally i mean i always used to think too like that guys were like i guess we were told that guys liked sex more than women and that if you were doing sex it was for the guy Hmm. like a lot of my friends would be like, oh yeah, you have to have sex or else like he won't date you or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where like if you look at it from your angle of no, I want to be here, I want to be doing this, it gets a lot more fun. Sure. And, um, and once you know what you want, then you want to be doing this even more. Right. I used to also think that like guys knew more about sex than we did just by being... We definitely know how to come. You know how to come, <laughs> but you don't... But <laughs> we, can, we can go to the hole. But I used to be like, oh, like guys know how to have sex and I'll just let them do a bunch of stuff to me until it feels good. Like, mm. no, do a bunch of stuff to yourself yeah. and then tell them what to do. And then let them know how yeah. to do it. Be, you know, be vocal in bed, be vocal out of bed, be vocal after. Yeah. I, I, you know, my, you know, one of my favorite things after is the review process. Mm-hmm. This felt good. This was a little this. This was a little that. No, I love when you do that. Yeah. And I think it's like all like compliment sandwiches. Yeah. Love this. Yes. Why don't you change this? Love that. Yeah. And it's like, that's a better way totally. to communicate. Totally. And so like, I'm not, I'm still not comfortable saying 
exactly what I want in the moment. Sure. So usually I'll have like a conversation like maybe three days before I'll be like, Hey, I had this idea. I'd really like you to lick across my boobs the next time we're having sex or whatever. And then that's in their mind. And it like, like I used to get kind of like angry if they weren't doing the right thing. I'd be like, don't do that. Mm. Like, don't say that. Be like, Hey, I really like it when. Sure, sure. Like that's I mean, a that's, completely different way to I'm, go about things. That is a, it's all a frustrating thing until you realize how to communicate it, and then it becomes less frustrating and more fun. Mm-hmm. And I do understand, and I've been on the other side of that where you're like, man, I am doing what I think is yeah. <laughs> the right maneuver here, yeah. and I could feel them going <sighs> like a horse, <laughs> like women, women do the horse thing. Right? Yeah. <sighs> You can feel them getting frustrated and they're almost, you can feel it's it like with somebody's kicking your seat you. in the movie theater. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, this like passive aggressive thing. Look back so at you. Go follow Remy at Remy Casimir on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow How Come as the podcast comes out every Sunday. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Hello, people. We are sponsored. Dave.com. This is a new one, people. Listen. Are you not paying attention to your bank balance? And really, none of us are doing enough with this stuff. None of us are budgeting. None of us are putting down what we spend because it's on a credit card or a debit card. We lose track of these things. It's not the old days where we have the checkbook and we're doing that because we have nothing else to do with our day. The checkbook back in the day where you'd mark off what you did was like a big part of what you did during the day because you didn't have electronic, easy breezy credit and debit cards. Now it's on the computer so we lose track of it. You're not handing over a dollar bill so you don't really have the feeling of losing money. Dave.com is going to help you get back on track. You know that sting you feel every time you pay an overdraft fee? Let me pour some salt in the wound. Big banks make $33 billion off off of the overdraft fees they charge us each year. That's what the Dave app is here to stop. The Dave app is putting an end to overdraft fees for good. Dave is the number one budgeting app in America Uh, Because it saves you from overdraft fees, tells you about upcoming bills, and can advance you $75 from your next paycheck, no credit check, no interest. So they're going to advance you the money so that you don't overdraft from your account. This seems like a great deal. Dave app is just $1 per month. That's $12 a year, which is way less than an overdraft fee, and you'll never have to pay one again. Dave will help you budget for upcoming expenses, text you if you're spending too much, and if you need cash fast, advance you $75 in just 90 seconds. Mark Cuban is an investor in Dave because he got crushed by overdraft fees in his 20 and wants you to never pay an overdraft fee again. Three million people already use it. Dave to save up to $1,000 a year in overdraft fees. That's why it's number one budgeting app in the app store. Go to dave.com slash jtrain. That's dave.com slash jtrain. It really helps the show if you let them know you hear it from me. So then download Dave and never pay another overdraft fee again. It's immediate savings. Go to now to dave.com slash jtrain. Spelled just like it sounds, D-A-V-E, Dave.com slash JTrain. This is a great app. I love what they're doing. They're letting, they're helping you organize your financial life, and we all need that whether you want to admit it or not. Dave.com slash JTrain. Casual or not. I've been listening to your podcast for a while, and I have to give all the thanks to you and the amazing classic shelves. Your podcast has helped me step out of my crazy overthinking and take and da- uh, take dating more casually. Now into my situation, a couple months ago, I met a guy and we dated for two and a half weeks. Dates, sex, constant texting. After that, he got weird and distant and I asked if I was wasting my time. He said he thought it would be more casual and didn't want me to catch feelings if we hung out too often. Mm. I told him that's fine, but that I wished he'd express that in the beginning so I could have handled things differently. How could he have handled things differently, do you think, Remy? Like, well, I understand what she's saying. Like, I wish, like, you start dating someone. Yeah. And it's like, to me, a lot of women, to me, are always like, they, it, when they say stuff like that, it's like, what's the alternative? To treat you like shit from the right, beginning? Right. We have to figure that. There's no, mid, it's tough to middle 
<laughs> getting to know someone to fuck them. Yeah, I mean, not to like bring myself into this, but my Please boyfriend do. was an asshole to me for a full year, and okay. I still stuck around. And like to this day, I'll be he'll be like, "What made you think I liked you? Like I was giving you no signs." And I'm like, "I don't know. I liked you, so I assumed you liked me back." Sure. Like, <laughs> I assumed we were on the same page. I don't know. I think a lot of women, like, we get, we create these, like, ideas of people, not everyone, maybe just relationship people. Or maybe you'd create, like, I, I mean, not to finish your sentence, but to create ideas of what this could be. Mm -hmm. You and I work on this small level, mm -hmm. and I think women do a great job, and sometimes good and bad, yeah. of being like, no, I see how we work. Yeah. And guys do it too. Like I, I used to have guys who would introduce me to their friends too early and stuff. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, what a loser or whatever. But like, you mean too early? Like after like, like a, a week of dates and sex. Oh, friends, girlfriends of yours would introduce guys too early. No, like if I was hooking up with a guy. Yeah. He'd introduce me to his group of friends. Like oh. he'd see the future before me. Like it's not just girl. Like if yeah, you yeah, see yeah, a person yeah. and you're like, Ooh, that's the perfect person for me, and this is the perfect time. Mm. Um, you're gonna get a little overzealous. So I could have handled things. She says, "I wish told him that's fine, but I thought I wish she had expressed that in the beginning, so I could have handled things differently." A couple weeks later, I invited him over for a hookup. He never came through. Flash forward for a couple more weeks, and we make plans to hook up. I offered him a birthday blowjob, mm. and we made plans to hang out. Night of the hookup, he texts me to to go to the movies. He pays for everything. We flirt, talk, hold hands, etc. On the drive back to my place, he asks if I'm okay with him taking, with him taking me out more often. Hmm. I don't know how to approach this. Why would he even bother taking me on a date after all his talk about casual when I offered a free, no strings attached hookup? Do you have any thoughts? I'm confused. Honestly, yeah. I would be confused too. I get why she's like, confused, but. I do understand like the guy's side of this where it's like he wants to be chivalrous. Yeah. I, you know, this is part this goes back to like, and I know women hate this. The like guys trying to be nice while they're not being right. The guy you yeah, want them yeah, to yeah. be. So like he, you know, here's what I imagine in my head. Like I would not feel good yeah. about dating someone. If I dated for someone for two weeks, yeah. then had like a half breakup, which I right. did. Yes. And was like, you know what? I just want to be more casual. And then she was like, I wish I would have known. And now I know yeah. she wants to be more serious than I want to be. Yes. And then she goes, well, why don't you come over for a blowjob? I'd be like, I would feel there are personally. strings attached, strings especially attached. a birthday blowjob. That's totally. like a like a we're having an occasion together. This yes. is like a life moment. And I would feel badly. I would yeah. feel like a garbage person coming over, getting the blowjob. Mm -hmm. Then I, I like I'm hearing the belt being strapped mm -hmm. back on being like, OK, well, I'm done. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that is like you, it's like this. Like I think a lot of women out there. In this email, the way she puts it, she'd rather him be the most garbage, disgusting person yeah. than half nice. Right. Like, because then at least she can put him in a box and be like, okay, he just wants me for sex. That's that case closed. I don't understand going to a movie, though. I understand it. I, I understand it as far as like we're all human and not, not a lot of humans want to be lonely. Right. You don't want to just like. Well, that's he's, another thing, too. Have you ever heard the term mosting? What's that? It's like guys who they do the most when they first start dating some or seeing someone, even if they're not that interested, they'll yeah. like take them to dinners. They'll yep. they'll do all the stuff that like a girl would want because they want the girl to like them so much, even if it's not returned. Absolutely. I, I've never called it mosting, but I've said that on this show before as okay. far as like using romance as game. Mm-hmm. And, and it, mm -hmm. these are guys that don't have games. So they're like, I'll act as yeah. much like a boyfriend because yeah. I know women like that. Yes. So that they'll come back and end up liking me. Yeah. And I, I don't think this is a version of that. Like, I understand what that is. This to me is a guy who's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to just, he wants to half hook up with someone. He yeah. likes you enough to hang out, but doesn't, knows there's a breakup in the future. Yeah. And for her, you can go into that and, you know, I, I, I also don't like the idea of like, well, why don't you come over for a birthday blowjob? Like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't look at it. It, it is a tough thing to go, um, to go, well, I want to be this with you. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be more with you. And then going, 
I will then come over for your birthday. Like, you yeah. can't have both. Yeah. It's, well, it's like, if you see me this way, then let's act this way. I've done this before. You have? I have. Well, then, well, this, like, uh, I, did you do this? Because I've had this happen to me, too, where they'll go, yeah, we're casual. So why don't you come over for a birthday blowjob? And you go, yeah. and now you're in a position to now turn them down again. Yeah. Because that's not what you were looking for. Yeah. You're not looking for planned hookups with anyone. Mm-mm. The idea of this guy is he's looking for, pl- he's looking for you to be there for him mm-hmm. when it is most convenient for him. Yep. And that's what most people like. And that's why I tell people now, like if I had been masturbating in college, I wouldn't have been hanging out with all these losers. Yeah. You know, like I would have been totally satisfied. But I used to think that the only sexual gratification you could get is with a penis in the room. Sure. So false. Well, I mean. Usually a better time without. Yeah. I mean, how many times have I been in the position where it's a girl on my phone. It's the decision between girl on my phone and you know, eat and masturbate by myself. Mm-hmm. And I've chosen eat and masturbate. 100%. Because I'm like, this person on my phone, there's a, I got to leave in the morning. Yep. I got I to have a bad sleep. Yeah. I'm not in my own bed. I have to care if they like me, even if I don't like them. Yeah. Like, that's not fun. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Jared, I just graduated from college. I'm 21 years old. My girlfriend is 23. This is from a lady. This is a lesbian relationship. Wonderful. My girlfriend is 23 and desperately wants to move to the Pacific Northwest. We are both currently living within 20 minutes of each other. I want to go with her, but I'm scared that it would be too much of a commitment. I'm not sure I'm ready for that. I feel like if I go, I might miss out on other opportunities close to home. I also feel close to my family and friends at home. I'm saying this even though my mom just moved south to be with her boyfriend of six months at the time. I, am I being too cautious? Should I be able to take this, make this commitment? I just don't know why it's such a hard decision for me to make. I love her and want to be with her, and people move away from home, their hometown all the time. If I stay, am I just staying because it would be easier and more comfortable to stay? If I stay, does that mean I don't love her enough to leave? If I don't go, will I end up regretting it as she's be the one who got away? I just want an outsider's perspective because I don't even know what it would be holding me back. I have no I have no important job here. I just guess I want to stay close to what I know. I don't really know, honestly. Uh, the idea of going so far with her just seems like a scary commitment, I guess. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Uh, and it's from her. Aww. What do you think? This is a very honest and touching. It's very email. honest and touching. And I think like being don't don't shit on yourself for wanting to be comfortable and stay where you no. are like comfort is the it's a is an important well, thing i do understand why she's saying a lot of these things yeah it's very easy in the national conversation to be like anyone who stays near their hometown is a fucking loser yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. but that's what you hear the most yeah 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 definitely. so she's like almost bringing up the the response that yes. someone would give to her yeah here's where i'll let her off the hook yeah She's 21 and just graduated from college. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? That's a lot of... Ch- You're going to move in with a girlfriend who's 23... Both of you are still children. Yeah, get your life together. And like, I know you don't like long-distance relationships, but sure. like, let her go for a little bit and, and talk and stuff and yeah. like see if your life does suck without her. If you need her, you can always go. Yeah, I'm fine with like long-distance when it's like when there's there a reason might be for a f- it yeah. and like they already like have this, you know... This this bedding mm. of, of a relationship created together and now mm. she's moving off to the Pacific Northwest. Here's the thing. No one is going to give credit to how hard the college 21-year-old graduating college transition Worst is. Worst time of your life. It's a very difficult transition yeah. that is a considered a luxury transition. Mm-hmm. So no one really gives it the time of day. No one gives it the empathy it deserves. Yeah. You are in a shitty fucking time in your life. Yeah. You're, go- you're going from a the real world, and I put quotes up, because you're in a bubble of college where you get to play like an adult, but you're not an adult. You're there playing bumper cars. Yeah. And now you're going to a world that you have no... That literally goes from 22 until death. Mm-hmm. That is a tough... <laughs> thing to think about and yep. it's and it gets stressful that's why people talk about their sunday scaries and anxiety yep. on sundays they're talking about the feeling you get when you don't have semesters and break up yeah. some time and, yeah. and you're you're going towards that now give yourself the summer i would tell mm. this girl have a summer 
Yeah, have a Enjoy summer. Enjoy your hometown. Have a job. Get used to waking up at nine at yep. eight a.m. and getting the job by nine a.m. Yeah. Do get used to the movements of life before you say, "Well, let's let's now let's do this other life." Yeah, and see how it works out. Yeah, give it time. I know there's a rush, and this is a very I just graduated college thing where you go. Well, I have to have everything. In, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. I have to have everything in line. Everything has to be organized. My girlfriend's moving out there. I got to move in with her. She wants to move in. Yeah. I'll lose her if I don't move in. Yeah. If you lose her because you don't move in, it's not it's meant not to meant be. It's not meant to be. Yeah. Also, there's no there's no such thing as like the one who got away anymore, I don't think. Like, it's not like you can't find her on the internet and reach out again and be like, I made a huge yeah. decision. Like, it was wrong. And, and everything you learn from this will be something that will make you learn for the next one. I... I bring up she's a lesbian and they're in a lesbian relationship yeah, because yeah. this feels very lesbianish to me. Does it? Just to move in right away. Like I feel like women like they're like like they're like let's move in we're together now let's hug yeah. and we're going to like live in the woods and have the best time ever. And it's like and in the Pacific Northwest. In the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah. Like we're going to live in the rain. It's going to be great. We're going to open an art that gallery. It, it feels but I'm saying like this other lesbians that I know Yeah. They move in quickly. They move in, you it know. It feels very female to me or or like it's easier to put emphasis on someone else's life than your own, especially when you're in a period of flux yeah. or whatever. You're like, oh, let me just adapt to you or whatever, because then it takes the time off thinking about what am I going to do? Absolutely. You know? And, and what she's doing is she's seeing someone that's two years ahead. Yeah. She's like, well, maybe I can skip yeah, those two years. I'll, of, I'll follow her path yeah, and then and it's fall like, into place. You're going to end up regretting that. Yeah. Anytime you skip life, Anytime you say to yourself, well, they've are you're 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 going anytime you're the freshman that hangs with the seniors and then the seniors graduate, you're like, you man, no friends. I have nothing back here. I didn't even get yeah. the experiences of being a freshman. Yeah. Now I have to figure out how to get to class, get to school yeah. with, uh, you know, the new seniors. I don't even have a car. Yeah. But I, I used like to have access to a car. Every what day. you're saying is like, oh, just get a job and like learn how to be in the world. Because yeah. so many people are like, I don't know where to start. Just start anywhere Start a, because yeah, you're gonna yeah. learn like there's gonna be somebody at your job that you don't want to be like there's gonna be somebody at your job that you do want to be like you're gonna learn about so many other jobs so many jobs didn't exist when we were growing up that do now like yeah just follow something and you'll fall in fit yeah get a routine yeah and, and the routine is so different from college that you're gonna like you're gonna freak out it's gonna feel uncomfortable life is uncomfortable um It'll be nice to do in your hometown. You'll feel a little bit better that you're doing it around mm-hmm. people that you know and see. And then these things can be rehashed. And don't feel like a loser for staying either. I know New York City is like the best place in the world. I'm from here, though, and mm. I feel like a loser for staying for sometimes. Staying. You know, I'm the, like, oh, I can't make it and get out somewhere else. And my whole family's here. That's but OK. And also the thing she's doing at like 23 or like I want to live in the Pacific Northwest. I used to work in a job. Where part of my day, I have a friend who now has two kids and a wife, mm-hmm. but we used to joke around. We'd like be Monday sweating booze, and we'd be like joking around, like let's move to Maine. Mm-hmm. We're gonna open a canoe, uh, a handmade canoe store, yeah. and that'll be our life. We'll be the canoe dudes. Pacific Northwest is where people who are young go to retire. Yeah, like you're not <laughs> gonna land. start your life there. You're just going to burn out harder. She's doing the thing <laughs> that we all do where you pick a place on a map and you go, what would my life be like Yeah. if I did that this way? Now I get to refresh. I'm an adult. I get to move anywhere I want. Or like when you're on vacation, you're like, I could totally live in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Self coconuts on the beach. Yeah. J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com here with Remy Casimir. At Remy Casimir on Twitter and Instagram. How, how come is the podcast... We are sponsored, one of my favorites, Mapalim, Mapalim, Mapalim. I just got new soaps and shampoos from Mapalim. And I gotta tell you, it makes the whole bathroom look better. When you have a clean bathroom, women walk in, men walk in, people walk in. They go, this person has it together. Then when they see a product, we're all looking through your through your medicine cabinets. All of us are looking. If we see gross packaging and you know, old soaps and shampoo. We're like, ugh, what's wrong with this person? Mapalim is a high-end product for guys with natural oils and ingredients from the Mediterranean, okay? But they're doing it at affordable prices that make you feel good about the stuff you're putting on your body. Mapalim, you get luxury grooming essentials from the Mediterranean at affordable prices. All of Mapalim's products are handcrafted with natural oils and nutrients from the Med. 
You know it. You love it. If you haven't tried it yet, you got to. The beard oil is fantastic. It's all about the Mediterranean lifestyle of enjoying the good things in life, the pleasure of simple luxury, indulging the things you love. And I'm going to give you free money, okay? I want you to try this so bad that I'm going to give you a little cash off the top. Get your grooming essentials at mapalim.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. For 10% off, level up your grooming game. First time DM slider. You ever slide into someone's DMs? You have Um, a boyfriend now? How long have you guys been together? I've been with him for four years. He's been with me for three. (laughs) Yep. That's a very honest way of answering that question. Yep. Doesn't sound like you've ever fought. Doesn't sound like you've ever had the arguments about that at all. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god he's still um working it off well it's one of those things that like i have a girlfriend and i i've complained about this on the podcast before people ask you so how long have you been together and it's like why are you doing this to us <laughs> why do you feel why do we have to put like a whole what do you need this information and then she for? looks at you jared yeah how long how have long? we been together and, like, and i it, with the way you answer is like how i would answer without her around i'd be like she says this, I say this, yeah. don't worry about it. But then when she's around, I'm like, I just go, and you? Yeah. Like, I just like <laughs> let her in. Because I don't know, it's not that I mind, I'm, I don't mind that her and I, you know, I, I, I don't mind the idea of when we started. I mind that people ask almost to start an argument. Oh, when they or, when they ask the questions. like hear the story it, and hear if it's cute. The story, there's no story. We both wanted to fuck. Yeah. Hey, Jared, for a new listener, but big fan. I listen every Tuesday and Friday at work, so sorry for the long email. And when you apologize for the long email, it makes the email longer. Is, what are we doing here? Um, I recently graduated college, started my first career job. Um, ever since my first week of work, there's been this super cute guy that passes by my window every day. My window? What is she, Mr. Rogers? <laughs> One night, I was totally deep in the dark hole of Insta. You know how hopping from page to page from the Explore page. And I stumbled across uh, an attractive guy's profile. I followed him and followed me back. Well, the next week at work, Hawkeye walked past my window, and it uh, and that was the same guy from Insta. Ooh! Welcome to the small world in the. Welcome to a small town in the south. No, welcome to your phone listening to you. Yeah. And knowing where yeah. you're. Yeah. This is not. This ain't. Gammy didn't fix you up in the south. This is, this is, if Instagram, Instagram is knows I want pot pockets, they know you yeah, want that guy. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, one night I was really uh, feeling ballsy. I decided to DM him. I had never DM'd a guy before, so I was super nervous, but he responded. Long story short, we had a short convo. I asked him if he ever wanted to grab a drink uh, at happy hour sometime, and he said yes, but he was out of town at the time. So I responded, when you're back in town uh, and free, let me know. I hope you had a good weekend. He said, will do. Thanks, you too. A few weeks later, I have heard from two girls in my office that he asked them about me and seems somewhat interested, but no follow-up DM. Do you think he's interested? Should I DM him again, or could I totally be, uh, or I could just totally introduce myself when he walks past? But I don't want to be weird about it. We do live in a small city town, so there's a good possibility that we run into each other. uh, But I am tired of waiting. Like I said, it is totally not in my personality to DM, so I could. Have totally been a mistake, but I would love your advice and, op- and opinions. What do you think? Oh, God. I don't know. Like, I feel like I know nothing. I-, I would say he does like her and maybe is timid. Well, to review. He they, talked to two of her friends. And, well, they work together. Oh, they work together. Right, Shelby? Did you pick that up? It's maybe in different de- departments. Is the window maybe? inside the building? Yeah, this window thing is very okay. confusing. Um, let's say they... They worked together. Um, we should grab, and then they had a little small DM interaction. And then you guys, she's don't come to me for relationship questions. <laughs> just ask about come. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I would say what hi. What's the doing? consistency of come? What? I like that question. They, <laughs> no. Well, I would just say like hi to him if like he's walking by. You have to acknowledge. Here's the thing about a DM versus a non-DM situation. Uh-huh. When you DM someone. And then you see them in person. You have to call out that this interaction yeah. happened. Yeah, out so in the real world. You're in yeah. the real world. So hey, hey, good to see you in real life. Like you can call out the that most, it's weird that it's weird. Yeah, and say hey, 
Um, good to see you in person. You look yeah. you look different in person. Yeah. Something to acknowledge. You look like that incel Chad. <laughs> yeah, you look that the, you're the Chad from Incel, that article. Like and she says it's not in her personality. Well, it is. You reached out, you DM'd own it. So next yeah. time you see him, hey, good to see you in the real world. Yeah. And then he'll respond. If he goes, What? I don't what are you talking about? Then he's a fucking crazy person. He should, <laughs> he should move on from this person. Yeah. But what I am saying is that you do have to follow up on this. The friends, he's asking around the friends because he wants to make sure, especially if that you work she's together. That still into? No, I think it's more that he, because they work together, he has to make sure this is very safe okay. waters to swim in. Yeah, I think also he expects her to reach out because she already did do, like maybe yeah. DMing isn't her normal thing, but it's it's now her, her thing, thing him. with him. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, this is the ballsy girl. Like I'll let sure. her lead the way yeah but guys who want to fuck make sure they fuck so uh, i i i do think there's something to that but i do really think she he's trying to make sure work is everyone at work is okay with this yeah because she just started yeah he might have been there a while he doesn't want to be that guy that fucks the new girl yeah i think the, her big thing is making this normal in person mm-hmm. you can't see someone that you've dm'd with and not call out that you now know each other on some level. DMing doesn't exist in this fake virtual world. Yeah. It exists in the real world alongside the ones we have in yeah. daily interactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So say what's up to him. Be like, hey, I re- you look nice in the real world too. Or just like, you can just be nice and fun. Have you How, ever? Or respond yeah. to his, my fun thing is I like to respond to people's Instagram stories in real life. Ah, yeah, that's nice. So you say, how was the fair? Like, yeah. I don't know, wherever the fuck he was that and he posted the like, story. Oh, how do you know about that? How, you posted yeah, it. Well, we, you know, if he says, how do you know about it? He's a crazy person. <laughs> he's a person. weirdo, yeah. <laughs> but if he goes, oh, it was a great time. Yeah, looked fun. Yeah. That's what I would say. Now you're yes-anding yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the fact that you've heard from other people, I think he's making sure it's safe. I think he's making sure that this all is kosher mm. before making a move. And then you want to take the first drinks away from work shit. Mm-hmm. Make him feel safe and you two getting together that he won't be, you know, the boss of the boss. Mm-hmm. What are you two doing together? You know, I think also there's a little added pressure with work that it's like this kind of has to turn into something serious because then if it's a casual thing, you see each other every day and that's sure. a weirdness. Yeah. So, like, maybe he wants to figure out, like, what she wants out of him. Absolutely. He more than likely wants to keep it casual. And I think if you can't even say hi in person, then he'll know that, like, maybe this won't be the right casual. If you can't be cool about this DM, how cool will you be about fucking and then seeing each other the next day? Not cool. Not cool. Have you ever ran into somebody that you've only talked to online in the real world? Yes. Yeah. How did it go? um, I walk I, I my motto on that is always walk through the awkward mm-hmm. so i this has happened recently really someone i've only spoken to online i'm like hey yeah how you been see you on all the good sites to, good <laughs> to see you <laughs> yeah good and i also do the thing where i say you also have to acknowledge that it is the first time you've so i go great to finally meet you yeah i think that's a great way to open up because yeah. it's a it's a we have to you have to subtly acknowledge things. You don't have to say, yeah. there's people that are just bad at that. Well, yeah, go, I went about it the wrong way when it first happened to me. I, what did you say? I had seen a guy on J-Swipe and it was like in college. So it was like, thing that wasn't that common or whatever. And sure. it was kind of embar- like more embarrassing that that's how you had met. And he pointed at me from across the bar, like being like, you. And I ran <laughs> at him that's and weird. I covered his mouth and I said, don't tell anyone. Well, that's fun, though. That's at least <laughs> flirty where you're like, don't tell anyone. It'll be our secret <laughs> love affair. I would always do like the like some people when they go, they see they go, well, we've only talked online. It's like, I hey, okay. fucking relax. Yeah. How about, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. You yeah. know, how about this is, you know, a human interaction, you know, so. Yeah. Remy Casimir, thank you for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. You're the most fun. I love to be yelled at by you. (laughs) We've done our fair share of yelling today. I'm happy you came on. You're great. Go follow Remy at Remy Casimir on Twitter and Instagram. The podcast, How Come, Mm -hmm. every Sunday, Mm -hmm. add it to the the library that you have for podcasts. You're going to enjoy Learn How to Come every Sunday. Point out, spelled C-U-M. Yeah, come as in you're coming. Yeah. I felt like that was 
a parent no i just in case just in case some people don't like to spell it that way but yeah it's well, cuter i think it's fun yeah shelby thank you for popping on thanks for having me at classic shelb on twitter instagram and snapchat i'm jared freed here every tuesday and friday keep sending your emails jtrainpodcast.gmail.com we're here every week let me give you some dates i'm coming around coming to your town baby when does this come out this comes out friday so listen people we're coming soon Oh, so your episode comes out Sunday. Oh, so my episode. That's a good way to yeah. wane you into uh, Remy's podcast. I'll be out on his or on her podcast Sunday. Then yep. I'm coming. I'm coming to Worcester. I'm coming to Mohegan Sun. I'm coming to Nashville. I'm coming to Seattle. Also just added San Francisco, D.C. San Francisco, D.C., San Francisco over the 4th of July weekend. Listen, people. Let's have a staycation together. Let's enjoy San Fran together. Bring in the American holiday. We'll wave a flag J-Train. or two. Nothing more American than that. Nothing more. You're right. Nothing more American than that, Shelby. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.